This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's Mortgage Mentor. With more than 30 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings, you'll learn to take your mortgage practice to new heights. Certified Mortgage Planner and CEO of KineticSparkConsulting.com. Here is Jennifer Duplessis. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Mortgage Lending Mastery. I'm your host, Jen Duplessis. So today I have a guest with me, Michael Griffiths, who ironically is from Australia, so all of us that are listening in the United States are going to absolutely love his accent, um, as I'm sure you hear a lot, Michael. Uh, Michael is the number, yeah. Yeah, the number one authority on referral marketing training and helps people um, build their referral systems, grow their networks in the, with the right people, use their networks more effectively, and create rela- um, partnerships to fill their sales funnels, which is, gosh, exactly what we need. Michael speaks about 60 times a year around the world and is the um, referral expert for a number of large organizations. Uh, his website is thereferralmarketingguru.com. So welcome to our show, Michael. Happy to have you. Yeah, thank you very much. Really excited and looking forward to it. Great, great. So one of the things that, that you do, and, and I just want to read a piece from, from your website that I think is, is uh, going to resonate with all of us in the mortgage lending industry because we're always looking for referrals and, and new ways to get better referrals, um, is that you had said here, imagine if you were generating referrals daily. Wow. Growing your networks with the right people and creating powerful uh, partnerships and opportunities like you've never seen before. And that's your claim to fame is that you can help us do that. So let's just go after some of, some of the pieces that you mentioned here. So let's talk about generating referrals uh, daily because I know this is um, something that we we do get um, daily or a lot of us do and maybe we need to talk more about getting them. Um, but we also need to talk about the, re- the conversion ratio of it. So let's start with getting more referrals. How can we just get more referrals? We feel like we're running around like chickens with our head cut off, heads cut off and um, just not, the number of referrals aren't coming in without buying some list someplace. Yeah, lovely, lovely. And for, for most people, they rely on luck to get referrals. They hope that someone's going to remember them, um, remember what they do and then go, oh, that's right, I've got this person and pass them on to you. And rather than that being a, a process or a system, they um, just rely on that um, hoping to take place. So yeah. we talk about the need to create our own referral teams. So there are people who will turn up to referral groups, uh, different networking events, and they're there hoping that uh, that will generate them new business. And unfortunately, most of the time, it just doesn't because everyone's there for the same reason, themselves. Right. So we look at how do we create a referral team of 66 people? And we break that down into different types of people. So the two I'll focus on um, out of the five are profitability partners and our own super group. So we say, right, let's create our own profitability partners. And that's up to six people who we are going to individually have a conversation with every single week, shouldn't take any more than 10 minutes, to strategize on how do we get each other more business. So it's very much I'm helping you because you'd like to help me. And because we've got the same sort of networks and we sell to the same sorts of people without competing, then it should be quite easy 
if someone comes and uses me, for me to then be able to pass them on to you. And when you have profitability partners that you're having that weekly strategy call with, well, all of a sudden, you're doing a lot more for one another. So we're not relying now on just, I hope someone passes me referrals. We're actually putting in place a bit of a system there that is going to start generating us a lot more activity, a lot more exposure, a lot more doors opened, and therefore a lot more business. So, okay, so can that we is talk a, about, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, can we talk about that just for a second, then we'll go back to the second one that you wanted to speak about? Um, yes. So, so strategy, how does that conversation go, a strategy conversation versus, um, and we've talked about this a lot of times in, on our podcast, is um, you know, just having the coffee, you know, let me just grab a cup of coffee and we'll talk about everything except a strategy because we don't really yes, know how no, to embark good. on that conversation. And so even though we have those meetings or have those quick phone calls, we don't really get up the gumption to go as deep as we need to and really start strategizing. So how, how can we convert that over to that kind of a meeting? And then can you give us just a couple of examples of how we might start that kind of a strategy session? Yes. Yeah, perfect. So, so let's go through actually getting a profitability partner. So a profitability partner, it's the way it's set up. So I go, um, Jen, I'm looking to be able to build my referral teams. We have similar sorts of networks. We don't compete with each other. Would you like to be referral partners? And you're either going to say yes or no, and either way is fine. So we'll uh -huh. say that you say yes. And I go, right. great. So what I'm thinking is, if we could have, let's have a weekly call. It's not going to go any more than 10 minutes. There's a set agenda to the call in which we're going to talk about what's your goal for the week, who do you want to be connected to for the week, and what are three things that I can do for you this week. And they're the three things that we're going to talk about so that we actually can put in plans on helping each other every single week. Is that something that you'd like to be a part of? That's and awesome. again, someone's either going to say yes or no. So now we've actually framed it of what does this relationship as profitability partners actually look like and what are we going to talk about every single week? So we don't get on the phone to have a chit-chat. We will do that at some other stage if we need to do it. Mm -hmm. So when our day and time comes, we get on the phone and say, hey, Jen, Michael here, just giving you a call for our profitability um, partner meeting. Ready to go. And now we're yeah. straight into it. So... It removes, because we've framed it, it removes all the fluff and all the what are we going to talk about and, and I suppose dead air, um, and now we're just straight into it. And I would just go, so Jen, tell me, what's your goal for the week? And if I could help you with your goal, I will, and if I can't, at least you're being accountable for the week. And right. then you would ask me the same question. So then mm -hmm. you'd go, so Michael, what's your goal for the week? And then we'd go on and go, Great, so who would you like to be connected to this week? And you might go, I'd love to be connected to a mortgage broking association. Mm -hmm. So I look through my network and I go, great, who can I introduce you to? So I'm now helping you open doors and grow your network. And then right. you'd ask me back the same question. And then finally, I go, fantastic, so what are three things I can do for you this week? And you might go, um, I saw on your LinkedIn that you know ABC. I'd love an introduction to them. Or I'd love if you could just um, give out this podcast to all your mortgage-breaking network. Or I've just created this great uh, new webinar that I'm going to do. Could you invite people to it? Mm -hmm. So 
now we're actually putting in place things to do for you that's going to get you more exposure, open doors for you, fill your sales funnel for you, and get you in front of the people that you want to be able to talk to and sell to. And that's great. And, you know, that really rhymes uh, rhymes or aligns well with uh, one of the things that is just the over, overlying um, goal of, of this whole podcast is really serving people, you know. And if you serve other people, you'll get, you know, the, the return will come back to you. So thank you for uh, just segueing into that so that we have an understanding of that particular action. Is there anything else in that that you'd like to say or remind us or give us a tip on? Yeah, and then um, so once we go through that, then the, the second time we do it, we start off with accountability. So there's no point saying we're going to do things if we don't actually get them done. Mm -hmm. So come week two, that's where we'd always start. And I'd say, oh, so Jen, I was supposed to do this, this, this. This is where this is up to. Um, I've done this. And now we're actually every single week making sure that we're helping one another rather than just hoping that someone's going to do something for us. Right. So super groups, super groups aren't that um, different. Okay. So rather than profitability partners, it's a one-on-one -on -one conversation and I can have up to six people. More than six, I probably just don't have the time to be able to help more than six people in a given week. Because right. if I've got three things I'm doing for six people, that's 18 things in the week, that's going to take about two, two and a half hours. Yeah. But it also means that you've got 18 things being done for you every single week. So yeah. your business just has to be completely different than what it is when you've got nobody doing anything for you. Right. Okay. So, so and, and it's funny because I'm taking notes and I'm thinking, okay, six times three, 18 things I'm doing for them. I'm so glad you said, and in turn, they're doing 18 things for me because I was thinking the same thing that most people think is, you know, I pitch things out to the big bad world and, you know, they know what I'm doing, but I don't seem to get business. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's, because of the, the lack of the frame and the strategy and finding the right people to actually work closely with. So for, okay. for most people, they go, oh, I've just created this and they try to do everything themselves. And um, in the end, they're hoping that mud sticks rather than <laughs> actually going through a, a process of it. Right. Um, and you've broken it out so, so easily. There's no reason why, you know, anybody couldn't do that. Okay, so let's go to supergroups. Correct. Yeah, correct. So supergroup has up to eight people, including ourselves. Okay. It's a once-a-month meeting. It can be face-to-face. -face. It can be online so that you don't have to have people in your immediate area. And so this is a group meeting compared to a one-on-one -on -one meeting. Shouldn't take any more than 45 minutes once mm -hmm. a month where you come together as a group. So this one's a little bit trickier because you need to have the right personalities in your group that everyone's going to be able to get on and help one another. Okay. And you also need to have in your group the ability that everybody has the ability to pass on their clients to one another. So a mortgage broker might be with a financial planner, might be with a uh, property solicitor, who might be with an accountant, who might be with a insurance person, mm -hmm. well, they all sell to the same sort of person, but they don't compete with each other. So that right. is a, a great little group that right. really, if a, one of them gets a client, 
they should be able to share that client with everybody else in the group. Right. And so now, I know that is a power group. Yeah, it's a power group. You kind of yes. you're like this big big moving glob that goes together everywhere. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. And um, the and I suppose where um, people tend to fall down is they they just there's no structure again to it. Um, mm-hmm. So we use exactly the same agenda, and therefore we know it gets done in 45 minutes. And it's all just about hey, let's let's actually make stuff happen rather than get together and talk for the sake of talking and walk away and go yeah that was nice but what's actually going to come from it? Right. So with six profitability partners and a super group of up to eight, we have now just got 13 new people in our referral teams that are actually working to, to help us day in, day out, rather than us now just sitting and hoping that one of our clients might remember how good we were when someone mentions us, um, I'm about to buy a house, um, looking for a loan. We've taken away the luck. We're, we're right. now putting in place the structure to make sure that it happens rather than hope that it happens. Right. So now, do you have... Um do you have any thoughts around, let's talk about this group that you were just mentioning, the seven people. So absolutely, it would be a realtor and a financial advisor and maybe an estate planner and insurance. Okay. So it's all of them. But what about having multiple supergroups? Is it possible to have multiple supergroups given the fact that um, if I'm doing, if six people are in my one-to-one, um, and let's say, for example, that one of my, uh, the best way for me to explain it is that in our industry, at least how I see it, is that we have um, a group of financial services, which would be CPAs and financial planners and attorneys and whatnot, insurance companies. Yep. And then we also have a group of home services in the lending space. So this would be my yes. client wants to do a cash out refinance and they need a builder and they need a window washer and they need a roofing guy and they need a handyman. So what, do you, what are your thoughts around having super group, two separate types that you would, or maybe three if someone had that in their industry, but you know, different super groups that were comprised. Well, let me just ask you that first, different super groups. What's your yes. thought on that? If someone's got the time, the organization and the ability to manage it, not uh-huh. a problem at all. Um, okay. the, the majority of people probably just won't have the time, and that's why focusing on one is probably a, a good thing to do. But if, if down the track, 12 months' time, and, and this is all running really smoothly and easily, yeah, there's no limit to having um, just, just one. It's all just about building your referral teams and having people around you who have the ability to pass you business and because you're together as often as what you are, that's what's likely to happen. Okay. And so then let me go back to, the, to this other point in this then. So as I'm selecting my six people for my profitability group, um, are these six people also the six people that are in the super group? Are they, is it just one or two of the people that are in the super group? How do I break out? Uh, my individual relationships as opposed to my supergroup members? Yeah. Um, I I don't want them at all to be the same. So I want them to be completely different. Okay. And that's just purely because then I'm going to limit my number in my referral team if I start doubling up. So I want them to not be in in both. Um, How do I choose where they go? 
Yeah, really that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. yeah, really comes down to the commitment that they can give. So if I go to someone, oh, really, uh, so there's sort of two ways of being referral partner. We can have a weekly phone conversation and it's like, oh, I don't have the time for that. Okay, well, our super group meets once a month for 45 minutes. Would that be better? So right. it really comes down to the time and their commitment level to where would I put them. Okay. And and really, I think that would have to do with their growth as well. I mean, if they're not someone who, um, you know, let's say, for example, it's a, a fairly new real estate agent, but you really like them, okay, but they don't have, they don't have a lot of volume, um, they're not going to be able to connect and, and help, maybe, they're not going to be able to connect people with me on a regular basis versus being able to just connect one or two people with me once a month. Um, and so I wouldn't want them to feel bad because they didn't have their antennas up or have the resources or utility to be able to do that. But by the same token, they aren't going to be getting a lot from me either because in the group I'm going to have to give, you know, help people three help eight or seven members with three things, right? And so they're they're going to be able to get help from other people, but not necessarily from me on on a consistent basis. Correct? If I'm get if I'm doing my math right. Yep. Yeah. Exactly okay. right. Okay. Um, so what's another thing that might be uh, something that we use in determining other than just time? Is it um, personality? Is it uh, their ability to stretch? Let's say, for example, um, it's a fairly good producing financial planner versus a financial planner that you know that wrote a book and has a bigger reach. Is that a better person for a yeah. group? The the only other criteria that I have, and and, uh, and I sort of call it the um, my, my phone criteria. If I was to see their name come up on my phone, do I get excited and go, yeah, can't wait to speak to them? <laughs> uh, I'll give them a call back later. Yeah. So or who are uh, they? We some of my <laughs> yeah we some of my profitability partners. We speak four or five times a day, not yeah. not just a week, um, mm-hmm. because we're always just. Hey, I just went to this meeting and this is what happened and how do we do this? And so your profitability partners really are the people that you are just, yeah, A-team, um, really excited to be able to speak to you as often as I can possibly speak to you because right. we're always going to create great stuff together. Where your okay. super group is, is probably more your, 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 your next tier. Um, but that doesn't mean you're not going to have someone in your A-team in your super group just because of time commitment. But that's generally how right. I um, work out where do I want someone to sit. How often do I want to talk to them? Okay. Okay. Got it. I'm taking copious notes. And I know I can record this and listen yes. to it, but I'm just taking tons <laughs> of notes. This is so cool. And it's so funny because, you know, I, what I encounter a lot and what I love about um, being a host of a podcast is that I learn so much. And I'm a life learner. And I'm going, you know, this is just the easiest thing it's so easy, and how come we're not doing it? Which is why I'm bringing this to everyone. So thank you for, <laughs> for bringing this to it. I love no, it. pleasure. Um, okay. Now, you mentioned, and I'm sure you're not going to give away the bank, and that's okay, um, con- constraints. I'm writing this down. Um, you mentioned that there's five different groups that you're going to yep. put together. So you have profitability, you have this eight people, and then you've got three other ones that you're also going to be entertaining as well. And of course, we can get that information by signing up with you on online. Um, but so let's talk let's, about... Let's, go ahead. Yeah, let's quickly go through them. It's more so time. 
because uh, okay. I, I could spend hours on here and I also know the <laughs> okay. types of rates that we've got. Right. So pr- profitability partners and super group are one and two. Uh-huh. Then we have cross-promotion partners. So I want to try to get 12 cross-promotion partners so I can do a cross-promotion into someone else's network every single month. So a cross-promotion is just simply, would you mind sharing something to your network and what would you like me to share to my network? And now we have just promoted one another into each other's networks. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So cross-promotions are the quickest way to fill your sales funnels. Rather than always speaking to your own network, you want to speak to people who don't even know you yet. So as an example, yesterday uh, we did a a webinar for... uh, a big group over in um, San Francisco. We had uh, 360-odd people join that webinar. Well, that's 360 people that never knew me before yesterday, now got to hear everything that we talked about. They either got to join us at at a masterclass that we're running over there, or they're now at least part of our community. Right. So I sort of go, well, 360 new leads, what does that cost most of the time? Where... It didn't cost us anything except for an hour of our time. So Right, and, and everybody going around the room saying what they're looking to have cross-promoted and everyone agreeing that they will help cross-promote. Yeah, spot on. So okay. cross-promotions is the third group of people that we want to be able to build up. Mm-hmm. Then our fourth group is content distributors. So okay. rather than putting stuff on social media and hoping that someone might like, comment, and share, which means that it will then go into a new network. Let's actually put in place content distributors that every time we put up content on social media, they're actually going to promote it out for us. So again, we get now into new networks. So I might go, um, so so Jen, let's be content distributors, and any time you put up uh, anything you'd like to share on your social media, shoot me through a link. And I'll share it out to my, my networks and, and out on my social media. And if you wouldn't mind doing the same for me, that would be fantastic. Okay. Well, now we're just content distributors for each other. So how is that different than the cross-promotion piece of it if, if you're saying you want to share something? So let's say I want to share that I'm having yeah. an event. Uh, that's different yeah. than a post? Yeah, so um, a cross-promotion is more sending um, not just on social media, but out to their whole networks. And generally it's around um, an event, a webinar, something which is a little bit bigger than just sharing um, a post or an article or a a little live feed. So a cross promotion is just a bit more substance to it where a content distributor is really easy for them because it's just a matter of hitting share. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, thank you yeah. for clarifying. No, good. And then our fifth one are affiliates. So mm-hmm. this is the only category where we are happy to pay somebody a piece of the pie for them creating a sale for us. So mm-hmm. with profitability partners, our super groups, our cross-promotion partners, our content distributors, that relationship is all on I'm helping you because you're helping me. And our affiliates is based on um, giving them an incentive to create a sale for us. Yeah. And they're the five different groups that operate under our referral team banner. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And that's unfortunately something that in our lending space we're not able to do. We can't pay for referrals yes. or referrals back and forth. So, And that's fine, but, um, 
you know, just having the recognition that there are um, a groups out there that, you know, could be cross-pollinating. Maybe we could come up with a, a fifth one for our kind of business where you don't pay um, in uh, their mailers and things. And maybe this gets back to the cross-promoter, but one of the things that I do is every month I do an item of value mailer to my, my database, and I promote one of my partners in that as it relates to the time of year. So for example, in May, um, April or May, I might be talking about spring cleaning, I might be talking about um, your HVAC, you know, your heating and air, air conditioning system. I might even be talking about um, getting your car ready for uh, the new year through a mechanic that I have in my, in my networking group. Um, and that's how I do the cross-promotional thing. So maybe the affiliates could be, you know, is just highlighting and spotlighting one of your one of your partners in, you know, something that you're doing. Even if it's yeah. a video, Spot going on. to their, yeah, go to their go to their place of employment or their 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 shop. Let's use a mechanic. Go to the shop and say, I'm here at the shop. <laughs> and we're talking about him, and I'm, you know, doing maybe something like that. So, okay. All right, wonderful. Well, I love that. I love that. And so everybody listening, I, gosh, I hope you're picking up on this because this, this really breaks it down into a really easy way for you to be able to discern, you know, who you want to talk to. And obviously your profitability partners are people that you really like, um, people that you want to have a real strong relationship with. So we talk about going deeper all the time. This is the perfect way about doing that. Yeah, so true. So true. Um, so... So we then, um, with, the, with our profitability partners in our super group, go the next level. And the reason I, I go, there are two things why most referral relationships just fizzle out and why people right. don't generate as many referrals as what they should. One is communication. Mm -hmm. We don't communicate well enough and often enough. Uh -huh. So by, by speaking with each other, on a regular basis, it always keeps us front of mind. We think right. how busy our own world is, um, and, and now we want somebody else to remember about us as well as them. It just doesn't happen unless we're always front of mind of that person. Right. And the second part is we don't train our partners. So mm -hmm. if, you, if I expect Jen to be able to pass me referrals, and I just go, oh, Jen, so I help people generate referrals, and uh, anyone that's looking for referrals is a good referral for me, well, mm -hmm. that's not really giving you the tools to be able to go out there and really help me. So right. we actually create a referral training manual, and it's about a, an eight-page document that I sit down with my profitability partners and my super group, and I actually train them on me, what we do, how we do it, who we do it with, the ways that they can help me, the things that they're listening out for that make great referrals for us, how to actually be able to connect us with those sorts of people so it's a seamless transition over. And we actually teach them everything they need to know so that they can be a successful referral partner. That's excellent. Yeah, that's excellent. I think a lot of people don't take the time. You know, it's, I got somebody's card, I gave them my card, so, you know, let it be written, let it be done. <laughs> we're going to yeah. get some business as a result. I think one of the other things, and maybe you can, um, you know, validate or, or contradict what I'm about ready to say, um, and I know you're in Australia, so I know you're familiar with uh, B&I, right? And everybody knows yep. who 
this business networking. One of the things that, and I used to be in BNI and I still love BNI and everything, but one of the things that I found very challenging, and I, and I really find this challenging in any networking situation, is that when I'm networking with someone and I say to them, I'm a mortgage lender, immediately they stereotype me. Immediately. Yep. And what they do is they say, oh, my credit's terrible. Oh, I just bought a house. Oh, I'm not ready to buy because they're, they're already objecting to me and I haven't said a, a doggone thing. And they're saying, oh, yes. yeah, I mean, the market must be horrible, you know, or, or you must be. And so they've got, they, they stereotype us, right? And when you think of a plumber, for me, the first thing I think is the crack in the tushy, right? <laughs> right. yes. So, yes. You know what I mean? And so I've got the stereotype there and I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, I don't need you because, uh, you know, my, my pipes are all working. It's all good. So I think one of the things yeah. that people miss, in, and I love along the lines of, of having something more uh, concrete in, in training them, but where we miss is that, you know, I don't need a buyer from a plumber. I just need a referral to the realtor that calls you all the time to have you come fix yes. a house that's listed, Correct. okay? So I have to break down the barrier and help them understand that I'm not the stereotype that they are because otherwise we're leaving them to walk around and say, well, if I ever run across somebody that is buying or selling right now, maybe I'll think of you. So we need to kind of, you know, deepen that, and I do it through a thermometer, you know, like this is a hot lead for me and this is a hot connection. Here's a very yeah. hot lead for me, and here's a very hot connection. It goes all the way down to Tempid. If someone just had a bankruptcy or foreclosure, I don't necessarily want that connection because those are low-level leads for me, but it doesn't mean I don't want it because it's my job to get them to become a hot lead over time. Now, so how would you – do you agree with this, or what else would you like yeah. to say about that? Yeah, lovely. And, and – Totally agree with being I. I think it's a great starting point for people to become um, out of their shell in there. And I've actually grown the two largest B&Is in this country before moving on. So totally understand and totally get it. Uh -huh. My frustration always is that they do not educate and train the people in the room on how to create opportunities outside of that table. And in the end, we just have yeah. people going and going, oh, I can use you and I can use you. Well, that's not what it's about. It's right. about your, your network. It's about your network's networks. And right. the people have to be trained, same in networking groups, the people are turning up going, how do I sell to you rather than how do we create opportunities for each other? And it's right. a completely different mindset shift. Yeah, so, I, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, so everything you're saying there has that mindset shift of where you're not going, going, well, I want to sell um, a loan to you. No, because that gives me one loan. Who cares? What right, I that's want a fish. is mm -hmm. correct. What I want is your real estate person, is your financial planner person. I want those doors open because now I can create five, 10, 50 loans. And that's, that's more correct. exciting than just one. Right, so, and to me, that's the fishing pole. Yes. <laughs> right? Unfortunately, the majority of people aren't taught to think like that. Yeah. And so what I'd say to the guys listening to this is if you want more referrals, that's the first thing that always has to change is that you've got to go, I'm not interested in one person. 
I'm interested in the pool where I can get 5, 10, 15, 20, 100 people. How do I get to the pool? Okay, so that leads me to this next question, which is a little, a little bit of both, is the concern for people who say, I attend networking events because, uh, or I don't attend them because I don't really feel like I, I get anything out of it, and maybe it's because I'm not going to the right place to network. So what, is your, what are your thoughts about that? Because I would think um, any place you go is a great place to network as long as you're saying the right things and talking to the right people. Yeah, it's funny. We, we had on our webinar yesterday, it was th um, three easy ways to generate more opportunities from your network. And I actually said on there, I can't remember the last time I went to a networking event. Uh, it's easily 18 months, if not two years ago. We grow our networks by 2,500 people a month. We have nearly 400 conversations, whether it be on Zoom, Skype or telephone with people. And we create at least 50 opportunities a day just from our new networks. These days with technology, you don't have to be spending half an hour traveling an hour there and half an hour traveling to be able to get a successful network. Um, do I think that going to networking events is still valuable? Without a doubt. Gives you a mm -hmm. chance to get out, gives you a chance to practice what you've got to say. Um, there's so many things that you can improve your skill set by going to networking events. But don't need to think that it's a be all and end all and I've got to go to two or three a week to be able to generate more business because that's not the case these days. Okay, um, so I think maybe going to a network would, networking event rather than to generate business might be a great place for you to have conversations with potential profitability, super group. Spot on. Yeah, partners. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's my whole purpose of growing our network it's not to go, oh, who can we sell to? It's yeah. to go, who we do we have the ability to partner with, to collaborate mm -hmm. with, to be able to share into our people because our people always want good people also. So when you have that way of thinking, all of a sudden now what you do um, is completely different and the results you get are completely different too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I got to tell you, every time I just... <laughs> I always, I always uh, put down poor little Mary Kay consultants and these jewelry people and things like that. But, you know, every time I go to a networking and I say, what do you do? And they go, well, I sell jewelry. I sell makeup. I sell skincare. They are just hounding me to have a show yeah. and buy their product. And I think, gosh, you know, mine's more sophisticated, right? Lending's much more sophisticated. Can you imagine if I went to them and said, hey, so I'm a mortgage lender. Can I have your social security number? Let me have your date of birth. Let's pull your credit report. Don't you want to do a loan? <laughs> I mean, it just seems awfully silly, right? But it's exactly what they do. It's exactly what they do. And I think people are turned Correct. off by that. Yep, spot on, spot on. Yep. Okay, so... Um, the other thing that you had talked about is the lack of understanding of the actual referral process. So in getting back to, uh, you know, the actual meeting that you have on a weekly basis with, with your partners and things, what are we missing in the actual referral process that could help us convert more of the referrals that we're giving to people and receiving? Yeah. Um, so I, for, for most people, they go, if you know who I am and what I do, you should be able to pass me business. <laughs> so that's sort of step two to step five, and no, nah, doesn't work. Um, right. Just because I know what you do doesn't mean that I like you, I care for you, I think that you're credible, and until those questions are answered, I'm not ever going to pass anything to you because I'm not willing to put my name on the line. 
Yeah. And that's what we've got to be able to overcome. So in the referral process, step one has to be trust. Right. Unless we have trust and the relationship, it doesn't matter how great you are, you are not going to get um, quality ongoing referrals from anybody okay. because they're not going to be willing to put their name on the line. So that's where it has to start. So I never go, and this, so most people will go, so tell me what you do. That's their first question. Uh-huh. I don't care what you do. I start off with, tell me more about you. Right. Because now we get to start building the relationship. And they will naturally start off talking about their business because that's what they've been taught to do. Right. Um, fantastic. So tell me some things about you personally. Yeah. Because if they're happy to do that, we've got a good chance of being able to do stuff together. Mm-hmm. If they're not happy to do that and that's not important to them, we're on different paths. So let's yeah. save each other's time and energy and move on. Okay. Um, yep, that so makes a lot I start of sense. With, tell me more about you and mm-hmm. that starts building the trust. Step two is knowledge. Mm-hmm. So that's where you now get to tell me what you do. Mm-hmm. For most people, that's what they feel is enough, that if I've told you what I do, you should now be able to go find me referrals. Well, right. no. Nah. <laughs> step three is help, and step four is solution. And I bracket that in training. Yes. So we've now got to train our partners on how to be great referral partners for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and more than happy, people can get a manual as a Word document so that they can then just change it and create their own manual in about 30 minutes. And all they've got to do, um, it fits at referralmarketingguru.com.au forward slash manual, and you'll be able to get my manual as a Word document, get rid of my text, keep the sections, and create your own oh, training manual. So wonderful. happy Thank for people for to be able to grab that. Thank you. Absolute pleasure. Um, that's going to save people a whole bunch of time and you'll have then the right structure to be able to create your own manual to train your partners. So that's step three and four. How do I help people? What are the solutions I offer? And I have to train my partners in those things. Otherwise, my partners can't talk about me with any authority. Um, Then step five is the referral of the opportunity. Mm -hmm. So as I said, most people try to go from step two to step five, and you can see why it fails, because there's so much in between that they've missed out on. Um, Step six is evaluate. So every time that we pass each other referrals, I want to quickly jump on the phone, two minutes, and let's just talk about it. Jen, that was a great referral. They're probably just a bit too big for us. They're a little bit too small for us. Yeah, feedback. It's not a way of going, yeah, But what we're doing is we're actually training our partners what is the perfect referral. So they are now subconsciously getting into their head, oh, that's right, they were too small. I won't worry about passing them on to Michael. Oh, they're the perfect person. They're going to find more of the perfect perfect person the more you teach them. Right, Um, and so that helps with the conversion. (laughs) Spot on. Yeah. Spot on. And then step seven is thanks. And this will either shoot you in the foot or it'll keep the cycle going. And for most people, they shoot themselves in the foot. So we know how important it is to thank people. That's just common sense. But do we thank them the right way? And for most people, they don't. They're just generic. They go, here's movie tickets, here's a bottle of wine, here's a hamper. Well, you give me movie tickets, I'll say thank you. 
I haven't been to the movies for at least a decade and plan never to go again. To me, it's just boring. I can't sit there and do nothing for 90 minutes. So I'll say <laughs> thank you. And you can't use your phone. They don't like you using your phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'll say thank you, but you haven't really thanked me. So when you start off with tell me more about you, you now learn the interests, the hobbies, the goals of your partners. Yeah, and now that's how you right back. Them. Yeah. Yeah. So now I know that, and I'm just making it up, that, that Jen has a goal of climbing Mount Everest in five years or going to the Bahamas or whatever it happens to be. And so now my gift might be now a subscription about mountain climbing. It might be a pair of woolly socks. It might be whatever it is, it's relevant now to that person. And now they go, oh, wow, you actually care about me. Um, and, and I remember here in Sydney, we've got a big 3D IMAX. And one of our partners had recently got their helicopter pilot license. Oh. And we gave them tickets to this show at IMAX where they sat in a helicopter and flew in and out of caves and tunnels and mountains. Hour later, he gets out and phones, Michael, that is the best thing I've ever done in my life. Thank you so much. Funny enough, in the, in the next month, they found nearly 11 new opportunities for us. Wow. Not why you do it, but that's the power of thanking people the right way. Right. So that are the seven steps in the referral process. That's awesome. So can I go back to the super group as it relates yes. to this referral process? Because in the super group, um, you're not going to do you or, or I don't want to say – do they go through this referral process in the education piece of it? And then, so let's just say it's, it's number one, which is trust, two, which is knowledge about what they do, three and four, you're educating them on a one-to-one -one basis, and then they're put into the super group. Because I'm thinking, how do I know what they like personally if I'm just saying, well, okay, you can't dedicate and, and you know, 10 minutes a week. How about if we just do you know, 45 minutes in a month? How do we get to know them more intimately to be able to thank them in a super group and, and the subsequent groups as well? Yeah, so that's spending time outside of our meeting time Got to, it. to be able to sit down and train one another. Yep. Okay. Um, I just want to make sure we don't lose manual. that part of it. Yeah, we don't lose yeah. that part yeah, of the setup. Mm -hmm. So that correct. I know a lot of loan officers that say, um, you know, I sponsor things, and I, you know, as I'm networking out there and I'm doing doing all of of these uh, sales activities, and I'm sponsoring things, and I've got tons of visibility. Or they say I don't have enough visibility. Is visibility? It's sounding like visibility is not really the name of the game. It's cool to be visible, but if it's not taking you anywhere, to get back to the, what we said is, everybody knows who you are. They see your ads. They see you at all these events and everything. But the bottom line is, you've probably never walked up to them and said, you know, I've seen you at all these events. Tell me about yourself. Never really started yeah. that step yeah. one. Yeah, so true. And I suppose that's a whole section around <laughs> uh, using your networks correctly. Um, I, I would not sponsor a single thing. I would not pay for any sort of ads whatsoever. I don't, I don't believe that if you use your networks correctly and you personally engage with your networks that you would ever have to. So 
But that's probably another two hours. So, I know. No, and I understand cover. that. Yeah, so that, that's fine. There's a high-level piece of it. Because like I said, I see these same people sponsoring events for real estate agents and at associations and whatnot. They're, they're always, always sponsoring. And then yeah. when I say, how's business? They're like, you know, it's okay. And I say, do you work with so-and-so? No, they don't give me the time of day. And I think that they think they can buy their way into a relationship. Yeah, and, and number one mistake. These days, people, the average person, they get it. They understand what email marketing is. They understand what dropping cookies onto their computer so you can follow them around is. We're more savvy today than ever before. And that's why, to me, that personal engagement to enhance the relationship is what creates sales. So if I take from our webinar yesterday, I have a list of 376 people who attended where I have their first name, their last name, their email address, and their contact number. And over the next three days, we phone every single one of those people just to thank them to, on coming onto the webinar, and then uh, we'll see if they'd like a, a referral roadmap call. But our purpose in calling them isn't to go, hey, come buy from me. It's to start our relationship. Because in that group, yeah, there'll be people who will want to do stuff with us and, and they'll buy. That's great. But there'll be a huge percentage that won't. Well, we don't want them to be nothing to us. We want to see who do they know? Can we partner with them? Could they open doors for us? Can they share things um, with, with their networks on social media for us? Right. So, so it's when the alternative so it never gets dead. It's never dead. Correct. Yep. Every single person has a network. Whether they're a mum, dad, teenager, uh, every single person has people around them. And you just never know who they have around them until you start conversations with them. Right. And then, so then you're just deciding what bucket they're going to go into when you do So the, the last, thank you, that's, that's really important too. You know, and actually I'm having an event tomorrow and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to call everybody and I'm going to thank them. And I'm yes, going lovely. to express to them, you know, that I am, you know, looking to build my referral partner team and wanted to see if we can meet so that we could talk about the opportunities that we could have for one another and see if this is a good fit for us. And then when we meet, yes. we're literally talking about um, I'm developing trust, I'm getting knowledge, I'm going through those processes first before I say, hey, and so now that we're meeting, let me tell you what we can do. We can talk every week for 10 minutes and you tell me your goal and I'll tell you mine. And so I haven't even... I went from two to five if I do it that way, correct? Yes, spot on. Yeah, yep. Okay, so what can we do, last question, what can we do with the clients that we already have? These are partners. These are external. Now I've got the client, and I'm doing their loan, okay? <laughs> and I'm getting really intimate with them for 30 to 60 days as we're doing their loan. How can I yep. manifest what I already have? Obviously, I'm going to be yeah. referring to uh, partners, right? But what can I do for myself with that client? The relationship, the, 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 the right relationship will naturally have them referring people to you. So to me, um, I, don't, I don't focus on I need a client referral process. I focus on if I have a brilliant relationship and I educate them on how they can help me, they will naturally do that. Mm -hmm. So... A lot of people go, um, give me, give me uh, three referrals and I'll give you a prize or I'll pay you or 
Right, right. Write it that. on a piece of card. Really the, right, right, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to refer you because they know you, like you, trust you, and know that you can help other people. So you've got to answer those questions. And you can't answer those questions unless you enhance the relationship and educate them on how they can actually help you. Mm-hmm. And for most people, they go, well, why should I educate them? They've just seen what I've done. Yeah, but they haven't seen every little piece behind the scenes and how you think and all the rest of it. So you've got to share how they can actually be most useful for you. So um, the eight-page so eight document, yeah. Same thing. Yeah, and, and probably even just doing a, a very simple version that's a, a single page for, mm-hmm. for those sorts of people because they don't need to go through there. They might give you one lot of referrals and then never again. So you don't need to be spending a great deal of time there. But if uh-huh. I take, for example, our, our partnership club uh, members. So, so far this month, um, we have 33 guests coming to LA this weekend. All 33 guests have come from our current members. We have 26 guests coming to Sydney the start of February. All 26 have come from our current members. So you see, your current people will do things for you when they know how much you care, love them, and then educate them on how they can best help you. Right. Great. That's great. So we have to take the time to do that. And, you know, and I think this is, um, you know, in, in sales, it's not, it's not the sprint. It doesn't have to be a marathon either. If you do it right, it doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out process. It can be fairly quickly. But you cannot expect a sprint. To get, you know, you can get a sale. You can get a sale, but good luck finding the next one. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. What Very would you true. like? What would you like to leave us with, Michael? As we kind of end this up or round round this up, what what are some last minute things that you'd like to discuss with us that we that I haven't asked you? What are, What would you like to say? Um, I, I, it always starts with the way you think. So you, I can give you all the different things to do. Mm-hmm. That won't make a single difference unless you change the way you think. And the way you think has to be around abundance. The way you mm-hmm. think is there's plenty for everyone. Yep. The way you think is how do we we collaborate rather than what's in it for I. Mm-hmm. So it's a we mentality rather than an I mentality. And if you always, and it's my motto that I put everywhere, seek to help someone else first yes. before asking to be helped. Mm-hmm. And I think if you start thinking that way, the other things become really easy. It becomes difficult trying to do that if you don't naturally want to help somebody else or if you don't naturally care about collaboration. What we've gone through today, it ain't going to work for you because you're always going to be having some sort of resistance. You're never going to be finding the same sorts of people that you want to be finding because you're not that sort of person yourself. So really work on tweaking the way we think to be able to then do the right sorts of actions. Okay, so I'm going to ask you one more question because you're saying that, and I think that's, I, I totally agree with that because that's, that's the servant heart, right? What do you do when you feel like you give, 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 and you don't get, get, get? What, there's a disconnect, Wrong person, right? move on. Okay, yep. got it. Yep. So stop beating so, your head against the wall. <laughs> yep. Yeah, correct. Uh, and, and as soon as you see that, this is where I go communication and most people won't communicate it. So it ends up just fizzling out and then there's sour grapes between two people. 
you just get together and you go, hey, I just need to have a chat. This is how I'm feeling. And you'll either work through it or the other person will go, yeah, I've been trying, but I just can't. And the fantastic. Well, maybe let's just sort of stay in touch with each other, but we probably need to just continue to move our own ways too. So right. communication, but don't stick around. Um, there's too many opportunities in the world for you to get stuck at something else. And you would, would you agree at that point too that they're, they're not even in one of the five groups either? They're just... Correct. Yeah. Just okay. part of the network. Okay. So they're okay to delete. So it's not that we're going to keep everybody in there and beat our head against the wall. We're just going to say, you know what? It's okay that we're not working together. I know you're there and maybe one day we'll do something. <laughs> so Spot on. Maybe, yep, maybe we can. Exactly okay. right. All right. Wonderful. Oh my gosh. So... Absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much for all of the great insight. And I just want to share, I properly share your website. It is www.referralmarketingguru.com.au. I didn't see that last part. I'm getting older. Didn't see it. <laughs> .au, so it's .com.au, and you've graciously offered us a wonderful gift that we can get at .au forward slash manual. And um, so thank, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And then you, do you uh, tell us about what you do in your business as far as um, what what we can get from your website? Are you do you have training? Do you have um, speaking opportunities? What do you have that for those that are listening and want just can't get enough of you and want to get more of you? What can we do? Yeah, lovely, lovely. Be best place to go, and and this just will just add so much more. Um, if you so, if you pop on the referralmarketingguru.com.au and go to the resource page. Um, so it's about the second or third tab along. And on there, there's, there's a handful of webinars that you can watch that we've recently done. Uh, get the referral and networking success kit. The manuals um, on there also. Um, you'll know about different upcoming webinars. So that has everything. So if you've been listening to this and go, yeah, fantastic, I'd love to be able to start doing a bit more of it, go to that page because you'll get so much more and then you'll also see different ways that you can plug into various things that we have on and most importantly be part of our community so we've got a, a private um, Facebook group just my network comes together on there and the group is all about how do we partner with people how do you get introductions how do you get doors opened so come and hang out with us on there too awesome Wonderful. Thank you. Well, it has been an absolute pleasure after all the times that we had to reschedule <laughs> on my, and that was my fault. Uh, but it has been an absolute pleasure. And I thank you so much for sharing with um, everyone who's listening here. And I'm sure that you have made an impact there, albeit silent. You may not know it. You've made an impact on everybody who's listened. So thank you for your time today. It's been wonderful. Absolute pleasure. Wonderful to, to be with you guys. And uh, don't be a stranger if you've got any questions or not sure of something, just connect through social media. That's great. That's great. Well, again, thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery, and we will catch you on the next podcast. Go out and make it a great day. Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. If you liked what you heard, please drop by iTunes and leave a comment or rating. Get more free email updates, transcripts, selling and education resources, and Jen's upcoming speaking events. Just visit our website at kineticsparkconsulting.com.